Uh, it's a football Monday. A little disappointing if you're a Mountaineer fan for sure. Um, still a lot of good games throughout the nation, but we're going to really settle in here and get a little Texas therapy session. Um, therapy's not much fun, but we're going to kind of try and, and go about it as honestly as we possibly can um, in, in, in depth on this game and kind of just look at it and, and realize what happened and, and kind of, um, I mean, it all comes down to one decision. Really, it changes the entire course of the game. Sometimes people are really 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 up for a coach who does those type of aggressive decisions there and sometimes people aren't as happy about it um and if it goes one way you're the hero if it goes the other way you're in therapy i guess so uh we're gonna we're gonna talk about the the mountaineers tough loss there uh so you guys know what to do if it's in the morning grab the coffee fill style if it's in the evening grab the drink and come on back uh we're gonna have a little texas therapy here on the porch What's going on there, CJ? Hey, 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 what's going on, man? Oh, not much, buddy. You know, the the Monday, uh, Monday being a Monday right now, and uh, trying to, uh, I guess, get ready to settle into this couch and uh, talk a little therapy here, buddy? Yeah, yeah, I think a little bit. I mean, it's, it's I think, you know, if, if we kind of break it down and, and go from the top backward, probably be the best. I know there's going to be a few places where we're going to stop and ponder a little more than others. Um, but TJ, I'll just say real quickly before we kind of really get into, into it, into it. I think we played a pretty good game and I think the trajectory of the program is still in the right direction. It was just some bad luck, some bad calls and maybe a bad decision on Neil Brown's part, which cost us this football game. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think, um, I don't think I disagree with you on really any of that. Um, I do know um, when you got former players, uh, Mark Bolger, one of them kind of, you know, tweeting out saying, Hey, you know, shake it off, you know, trust the climb. Like, you know, he's, you know, a lot of the former guys that have talked to Neil, um, you know, have bought into what he's saying. Um, you know, Bob Herzl, you know, put out an article, I think it was either yesterday or this morning, um, you know, saying pretty much the, the same thing. So, I mean, you, you, you look at where we're at as a program. I mean, you went to Texas in a game, played them you know, pretty much to a draw on their field, um, you know, proving well, you, you, know, belo- you belonged on the field with a heavyweight, uh, predeemed heavyweight in this conference. I think you got to feel kind of good about where I, you're at. I'll say this. I think you not only did you prove that you belonged on the field, I think you were the better team on the field for a majority of the game, which I think does beg the question, um, which some are, some are asking, which is, you know, did Neil Brown cost us this football game? Um, and I'm not going to say I go that far uh, to, to go into that that level of kind of extreme extreme uh, blame, you know, for, for the head coach. But, um, I mean, he does, he does deserve some, and, and he took it on Saturday as well, you know. Um, I mean, CJ, we – in the second half of that game, we kind of uh, did what we wanted uh, versus Texas. I mean, in, in, in all reality, in, in, you know, when you think about it from 20 to 20. Now, granted, you know, when when do you really need to be your best? Inside the 20s. Um, uh, and I think there's there's no question we've still got to improve in that area um, for the remainder of this season, these three games, hopefully four with the bowl, and then going into 2021. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like you said, yeah, we struggled in the red zone. Um, you know, obviously you could tell um, early on Letty didn't look right. Um, 
you know, I think we yeah, obviously a little more to that injury than what maybe we we thought. And then I think if you kept watching, you kept, you know, kind of if you if you look into the game deeper, dive into the, the play calls and everything else that happened. Obviously, Lady Brown's got some some issues. Those touches go from what from about thirty per game to about fifteen on Saturday. Yeah, and you you could tell, um, especially that last red zone play they um, drive they had possession. He you could see him limping. He didn't. He didn't look completely right now. You got to give uh, the kid a ton of props. He was out there fighting. Man. He wanted to be out there. So, um, you know, I think that speaks volumes into what these kids think about Neil um, and what they think about this staff. Um, yeah. So, you know, like you said, yeah, that, that plays into it a little bit. Um, but, I mean, overall, um, it's disappointing and it's kind of like, oh, man, we had opportunities. But, you know, we talked about it, too, on Friday. You, you know, have to finish jobs in the red zone. Yeah, well, I mean, that was, you got to capitalize, capitalize in the red zone. But more importantly, it's a kind of this is, you know, things like this are a hallmark of a young young building team. You know, when you're trying to get to this to the next level, which would be a heavyweight in the conference, you got to learn how to win on the road. And they're still they're still really trying to figure that out. Yeah, I mean, I think with this group, especially, they're still trying to figure that out. Um, you know, I, I mean, you, you won two games last year. You know, I think if you – I think some have said, you know, he trusts the defense so much this year that it's kind of hurt him in certain aspects of the game, and I think that they might have something – there might be something to that. Um, but, you know, I don't think that's a bad thing that, that you're you're building to that extent. Um, CJ, if you, if you get down to it, you think about it. Opening drive for them, touchdown. Opening drive for us, touchdown. Both drives looked pretty pretty efficient. You know, both went 75 yards. I think theirs was seven plays. I think ours was nine. Um, at that point in time, I think everybody that's watching this game goes, oh, boy, this is – we're about to see ourselves a, a good old-fashioned shootout here. Um, and obviously that that was far from what happened in the football game. Yeah. Um, I think both defenses kind of settled in. Um you know, which I which I think you kind of. Maybe... I mean, hell, they they popped a fifty five yard run the first play of the game. I mean, some people weren't even back from getting their nachos yet, and Texas was inside our inside our thirty. Yeah, so I mean, you know, that I mean, yeah, like you said, I mean, they 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 pop a big one there, and then we drive it right down the field on them, and yeah, you kind of have that feeling like, oh, this will be a long day for the defenses. Um, but you know what? Give the give the defenses those those kids credit on both sides, and, and the coaching staffs on both sides of kind of getting them together after those first drives and going, all right, boys, let's calm it down. We still got a long ways to go and really kind of making some adjustments and getting those guys settled in. Um, yeah. And, you know, on our opening draft, CJ, I mean, we got a third and one um, at around midfield and we got a first down when Letty was still, you know, relatively healthy. And then you had a third and nine at midfield and we got that big, you know, 30. Thinking, okay, this offense, this is what we saw last week. We're, we're going to see, a good bit more of this. Um, and then at that point in time, I mean, both teams essentially, you know, you get into a pump fest um, at that point in time in the football game. Um, even, you know, even when you think about the situation, when we had to punt the ball and we gave them a pretty good little set of field position, they end up going for it on a fourth down, don't get it. We do absolutely nothing with the football after that and have to punt it away yet again. Yeah, um, that was a big stand there by the defense. And, you know, like you said, we couldn't really really do a whole lot of anything with it. Um, 
you know, and it was kind of like you, you kind of felt like, and I, you know, and I think you know Neil and and Deggy and some of those guys will tell you that they they left some plays out there, and um, you know, some of it I thought was in the running game. Uh, there were times that the I hate to say it, but they had that offensive line blocked like they did last year at times. Um, it, I think I think that I'm not even going to go as far as to say that to you. I think Texas defensively is pretty good. I mean, you no, think about I, it. They, they recruit good players. They have yeah, good I mean, talent. They have a good system. They're getting – they have been improving on that side of the ball for a while now. We also no, – I, I just wonder – They though, have I, been, and they have been, and, and they did a couple of things um, – in key spots that I don't necessarily think they've shown before. At least I haven't seen it on film before. So it didn't shock me that maybe Deggy and Neil weren't expecting it, but there were a couple of times they came with a funky delayed blitz off the linebacker spot. Mm-hmm. And it, it was something that you hadn't really seen. So you wonder if maybe that was something they were keeping under wraps and they this was the game they kind of decided to delve it out. Um, Cause there were, there were a couple of those where, yeah, I can understand why maybe Deggy didn't see it coming because it didn't look like it was. I mean, there was a big one, um, a kid that wears zero on their defensive end side or on their defensive side. I mean, he had one where he literally waited for the guard and the tackle to commit on the double team. Then he came and it and when he decided to come, he was like a bullet out of a gun. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and it was kind of like, Ooh, okay, didn't see that coming that way either. So. I, I, yeah, no, I'd agree with you. Texas defensively is very, very good. Um, but at times it felt like the offensive line, there were some times in drives or plays where it didn't feel like they had that nasty off the ball explosiveness they've had. So, CJ, I kind of want to, I kind of want to do something here real quickly here. Um, and, and it's just because, you know, I heard a lot of complaining Saturday about, about the, the play calling on third downs, right? And so I kind of went in there and I kind of wanted to look at it. And I, I wanted to be fair. You know, a lot of people say, well, all he did was run, you know, draw plays on third downs, and that's not going to get you anything accomplished, right? Well, in the first drive, he had one run on a third and one and one pass on a third and nine. Um, you take a look at our next drive on a third and seven, we threw the football, okay? Uh, our next our next set of, our next set of downs there, uh, Deggie runs a pass play on a third and ten. We get a first down to Esdale. Now, the next call, a little curious, I think, you're third and nine at the 50, right? Um, you know, about three minutes to go in the first quarter, give or take. And you do run a sink field draw where you lost two yards. You have to punt the ball. And then Texas starts their drive here. Um, that went 10 plays, 74 yards, and um, ended up uh, the first play of the second quarter as they kicked the field goal with old Cameron Dickard, the kicker, uh, about a 34-yarder after we stopped him to a fourth and four. Um so at this point in time in the game, CJ, we've had five third down plays through a quarter. We've ran two runs, three passes. Um, but, you know, what do you think about, you know, at that point in time, I think <clears throat> when we held them to a field goal after that long drive, I thought, okay, I'm feeling pretty, pretty solid about that. I mean, we had a pass interference penalty on that drive, which kept a drive going for him. Um, you know, and Sam Ellinger made a couple plays, but in the end, the defense did enough at the end, bowed their neck, got tough and held them to a field goal in the red zone. I thought we were going to see a lot of that today from our defense holding them down in the red zone, although we didn't. But if you think about it, CJ, Texas scored 17 points the entire game, and essentially 10 of those come off of two first-quarter drives. Yeah, no, I, I thought defensively, I mean, I thought you know they, they played extremely well. Um, you know, 
<clears throat> obviously, you know, you gave up probably more in the rush game than you would have liked to. Um, and the kind of the crazy thing is, is you're looking at it and it wasn't Ellinger with his legs that really hurt you. And he hurt you in some key spots, but overall it wasn't, you know, I think what you thought it would have been right, if they right. gave up that much on the ground. Um, you know, uh, the third down play calling, I mean, there's, there's times I think as a fan, you get frustrated at it. <clears throat> and some of that's the, we'll call it the Madden generation where you're like, Oh yeah, it's just third down. We'll run a bunch of articles and throw it. Right. Right. <clears throat> you know, and in a situation right there, you got to think third and long, um, Texas has already shown you a couple of times that they're willing to bring pressure. Do you really want to put yourself in a position there where you end up with a big sack or a turnover I, there? I will That's say, though, sometimes, sometimes you got to play field position there. And, yeah, maybe Neil trusts his defense more than maybe some people think he should. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when you've got a top-10 defense, I, I don't hear Alabama fans complaining when Nick does it. So, well, but here's the thing, though, and I will say they, they used to, right? Um, a, a third and nine draw play, I'm a little bit – at the 50, I'm a little curious on. I think that's one that I'll, I'll kind of – maybe raise an eyebrow too. Um, yeah, but I think at that point there, you're thinking field position, you can pin them deep, you know, maybe you're, well, and, and your yeah, defense absolutely. comes up with a stop and you can flip field position. And, so and, that and one, you can pop that big runs not, too, man. You can pop big runs. It's, it's a possibility. Yeah, because um, if they bring a, if they bring a blitz on you right there where you're anticipating it and you hit them with that draw play, I mean, you could pick up 2025. And we've done that on occasion this year. So, I mean, you know, just, just trying to, to, to be fair, you know, first quarter three to two um, in, on, in terms of those types of plays. So then, you know, Texas kicks the field goal. We're starting the second quarter here now. Um, and we have a third and two at our 33. We run a run. We run a run play, although with Sinkfield loses a yard, have to punt the football. So now you're sitting at three to three in that spot. That was tough because you've got a third and two, you know, Deggie hits Winston Wright first, first play for eight yards. Then you have an incompletion to Winston Wright. Um, and then you don't get it. That would have been nice to keep, to get an offensive possession going. Um, defensively, you do a good job. You force a, they get a first down, but then you end up forcing a, a three and out on the next set of possessions. This is when we actually um, <laughs> got lucky and recovered the muff punt by Sinkfield. Um, and that's something, CJ, I want to talk about a little bit too here, man. The punt return game for us, yeah, we had a, he had a really good one. But we've also – there were just a few – more than a few times in this game where, you know, I felt like um, Texas special teams-wise was just a little bit better than we were on Saturday, um, especially with their coverage units on the punt return game against us. Uh, Sinkfield, you know, we've, we've questioned it a lot. We've wondered about, you know, the whole signal thing of catching a punt and, and all that. Um, and it looked like Saturday that kind of burned us a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. It looked like there were a couple of times they were willing, more willing to let him kind of cut free on it a little bit. Um, yeah. You know, I, I'm not really sure if I'm wondering too, as, as the season has progressed, if it's one of those where they're not, they don't really feel confident in a guy back there so you're going with a guy in Sinkfield whose hands are a little more reliable than others um if maybe that's it where they just don't feel like they've got somebody back there that can be electric mm-hmm. I don't know uh, I mean he has the capability of doing that he's probably one of the guys who has the most capability of anybody being electric but also look at it you have so many guys that you use um on the receiving side of the football right that guys that are catching passes why not think about using one of your electric return, you know, a guy like a Winston Wright in that situation. And I don't know, you know, we're not there in practice. We don't know who's unable to catch punts 
it's a lot different ball game with catching a punt than it is even a kickoff. Um, so, you know, there's, there's reasons to wonder there, but I, that's, that's one area of concern that I have for West Virginia. Um, and hopefully we can continue to get, maybe get better with that as these next three games go. And, and hopefully the fourth in the bowl and in 2021 is just punt return, man. I think we're giving up yardage there, putting our offense in bad situation uh, inside the 10 twice Saturday um, because essentially, you know, we didn't step up and catch a punt on a fair catch. Uh, that, that was a little bit of a, a concern, I thought, um, and, and something we've got to get better with for sure. So, CJ, you know, a- after the muff punt, we, we get, a, you know, one of our first penalties of the game, a five-yard, you know, false start. We put ourselves in a third and 15. We run the draw there. I don't have a problem with the draw there on a third and 15 at your 12. That's the type of situation I'm okay with the draw. At the 50, I'm a little not as not as okay with it because if you do take the sack, you're still punting from the 40. This one, I get the draw play. I almost kind of welcome that draw play in that spot. Yeah, because that's just picking up yardage. You give yourself a little bit more on the punt. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that, that one's kind of understand. That one you kind of know is, mm-hmm. is coming. There's not a whole lot of plays in the playbook for third and 15. Granted. And you know, you know what then, though, C.J.? On that spot, you know, it help, helps you end up setting up a better punt. You know, you get Texas at about midfield, and you actually hold them, you know, on a – you get a sack there of Ellinger. Tonkery came in, made a nice play. You forced him to punt the football back at midfield. This is one of the drives, though, for West Virginia that was tough to kind of swallow. Again, you start at the two-yard line off of a off a good good job by their, their gunners, uh, Thompson there, and you're moving the football. A 13-play – 52-yard drive takes about six minutes and eight seconds off the clock. Um, if you look at it, Letty was kind of running the ball a little bit better. They were using him out of the flats. It kind of looked like he was still engaged and, and wasn't having the issues. You know, you had a third and 15 at your nine, and you got the big big 28-yard pass to Esdell, who came on Saturday. I was really excited to see Esdell making some more plays. I think he's a guy we need to get involved more and more as we continue to move along. We got benefit on that drive. Um as well on a, on a roughing the passer penalty from, from them, even though, you know, Sinkfield, you know, had a nice little reception on that play, would have set up a fourth and four at about the, the 40, about midfield. Um, but you got that penalty there. Unfortunately, though, at that point in time, that's kind of when you bog down again. You hit Asdell for four, you hit Jennings for three, you've got a third and three situation. Um, and then, you know, Daigie, Daigie completes the pass to Letty, loss of two, you have a fourth and five. Um you know, you take the timeout, you got about, what, two minutes and 54 seconds before halftime, and then you have the the miss, you know, the unfortunate situation where we saw this a lot Saturday, batted down balls, and the one that Daigie ends up catching back himself and then just tries to throw it. Um, and the XFL would have been cool, um, but yeah, not, not it, in major it, it, college football. And I don't blame Daigie for that spot. I mean, he, I think he, you know, instinctually thought, well, shit, I'm going to throw it again. Um, but that's well, the rule. <laughs> yeah, and if you look at the play from behind, too, they showed their replay. I mean, he had a strong safety bearing down. And that's kind of a life preservation throw right there because, um, I mean, he was going to get lit up. So, yeah. I, the, you know, you know you're kind of like, hey, we're going to turn it over anyway. Uh, might as well save myself a little bit, which is fine. Um, yeah. You know, and, and, yeah, there was some batted down balls. Um, but to be fair, too, I'm not sure how many defensive tackles out there that are 6'5". Yeah, and you know something with else, that, kind of that, 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 that I'll say. That 280 pounds with that kind of athleticism. Well, you that know, kid's, when, that kid's when Coburn good. got hurt, though, man, that was a big turning point, I thought, in the football game. And we started running the ball up inside pretty well, I thought, on that next drive, to, on, on our first drive of the second half. Um, 
we'll get to that here in a second. You know, Texas, though, I had a lot of people that were a little bit curious about, you know, you had the, the missed field goal drive from then, right, when we used to time out when we thought we might be able to get the ball back. Unfortunately, you know, we weren't, we weren't able to do so. They had, a, they had the, you know, the penalty, um, which put them in a first and 20 situation after Ellinger got that 10-yard run on the third and four. Um, and, you know, you were able to get them in a third and 21. You know, they got the pass. You end up taking – you end up letting the clock run from about 52 seconds down to 12 before you take the timeout. I know a lot of people were kind of complaining about that um, due to the injury inside of uh, – the Josh chandler Samito injury inside of the minute. Um, I know a lot of people said, well, take the timeout and you'll see if you can get something on the backside of that. Uh, which you would have gotten good field position considering the missed field goal. But I think the way the defense was playing at that point in time, the offense, I think you wanted to get into halftime. If you got into halftime down 10 to 7 or 13 to 7, I think you were okay with that because you knew you had to get some stuff, you know, you had to figure out some stuff at halftime um, to attack this Texas defense. I was okay with it not using the timeout. I don't know how, how'd you feel about that? No, I, I was okay with it. Um, you know, that that's one of those situations where, as a coach, I think you're kind of weighing it. Oh, I mean, we might be able to get the ball back here, but do you really want to give time Herman, Tom Herman, opportunity to think about this? Right. Um, you know, um, if 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 they're going to take a timeout, make him do it. Make him, you know, be the one to think about it. Because um, Herman at times can get a little aggressive um, in situations right there. Um, I, I I don't necessarily have an issue with it. Um, I, I know some of the common the commentators were kind of ragging on it for me i don't necessarily have an issue with it i think right there you're just thinking all right let's get into halftime let's only be down three potentially six um get some stuff cleaned up and get ready for for a second half of a game that's still very very much ours right right i I, i'd agree with that statement cj i think you kind of you kind of thought to yourself okay you know we're we're in a position here we can still find a way to make this thing happen um so you know to kind of go with our count here talking about third down plays right for neil so far in the football game in the first half, we had five runs and four passes on third down plays. Isaiah Esdell caught two, you know, pretty big ones. You know, you had – I think you were three of four on passing the ball on third downs um, in the first half to, to convert for first downs, um, CJ. So then if you, if you get into the, you know, our opening drive of the second half, um, man, what an eventful drive it was. And a great drive. I mean, an 11 play, 66-yard uh, drive which ends up culminating in the field goal, even though it should have been more. Yeah, I think that, that, that one's kind of a tough drive. That one I think is going to you, – you, you kind of look back on and go, man, uh, if we could have found a way to make another play or two. <clears throat> finish that one, right? Yeah, maybe got to finish that one out, especially when you get in there. Uh, but give Texas's defense a ton of credit. I mean, both defenses will bend but don't break. And when um, you look at that the- drive in, this, in particular, C.J., you know, I mean, you go on it, you get a first down, nice little throw to Sean Ryan, Letty for five, you know, complete a pass to Sean Ryan again for four. You get Winston Wright for about, you know, 10 yards. So within, uh, you know, within within four plays, you're inside Texas territory. You know, then you hit T.J. Simmons with a big, you know, first down play on first down for 10 yards on the little drag. You know, then you hit Letty for three. You know, then you hit Bryce for Wheaton for a big first down for 18 down to the Texas 17. So you're you've essentially moved the football pretty easily within about, you know, three and a half minutes or so um, down inside the Texas 20. Jarrett Daigie keeps it on the zone read. Everyone's static about that for seven yards. You're sitting at second and three at the 10. 
You run it with Letty for a yard. You don't get what you need. That was a problem all day. The, the rushing, rushing situationally in spots, we didn't seem to get the push we needed. But then again, it comes down to the fact of, you know, Letty on the zone, Reed, when, when Daigie's not necessarily a threat to keep it, even though he just took it to play prior, people know it. They're going to crash in. And our offensive line, while better this year, is still, you know, I think continuing to improve and get better. Um, and then you have the incompletion there. Uh, where Winston Wright, you know, it looks like he has the catch. Uh, they ruled on the field a catch initially. They go back into the booth, and they they say, you know, no touchdown. Um, uh, man, tough call. I think that was one of those ones that if you're you're sitting there and you're saying, man, Texas gets all of them, you're pretty disappointed about that one. Um, because in, in reality, I mean, it was – the ruling on the field touchdown, it was a, t- it was a tough call. It was a tight call. I mean, you could you could have made an argument either way. Typically, that typically you know on the field it's ruled as a touchdown. You're going to get that call. Um, we did not get that call. Yeah, I didn't necessarily like uh, the replay booth on that one. Um, simply just because they had had the one where the kid was right there on the goal line, um, and you make the argument, well, there's no real indisputable evidence of the ruling on the field has to stand, which I. Would agree with that you. one's coming, CJ. That one's coming, I believe. I don't think that happened yet. Right. So, but I mean, that's not saying. I, I, I honestly that, think that if I'm going to go ahead and say this, I think Texas was a touchdown on that big touchdown pass to make it 17 to 10. I think Winston Wright, though, uh, put it this way if the call on the field, which the call on the field was ruled a touchdown, it should have remained a touchdown. Had they caught it an incompletion on the field initially, I would have been perfectly fine with them going back into that replay booth and saying, you know what, we couldn't find enough to overturn this. Sorry, West Virginia, you know, no touchdown. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. To me, there wasn't, like, I mean, yeah, you can see the ball hit the ground, but, and this is where a lot of people, especially you would think the guys paid to commentate on the game would understand, the ball can hit the ground. It just can't move. Well, and you know what they said that, though, CJ? That's that's part of the thing. Now, granted, the official that they had, you know, I think it was John Perry is his name, uh, seemed to be very pro-Texas when they went to him every time uh, with calls on Saturday. Um, you know, but but then again, you know, we, in the end, I think you're still happy about the finish of the drive. You had a nice drive. You got points to start the second half. Um, Winston Wright, you know, while he bobbled the football, you know, it goes back to the catching of it. He almost makes a great play at the end of it. Would have been nice to hold on to it initially. Wouldn't have had to have that problem. Um, you can look at it that way. You could also look at it as maybe the kid caught the ball and he didn't get the end reward. Um, but regardless of the fact, you know, it's 10-10, and you're thinking, okay, let's let's get moving. Um, Texas gets a big on that next drive for them. You know, they start at the 35. They're sitting at a third and five. Ellinger hits old uh, Brennan Eagles for a big 17-yard play into our, into our field position. Um you know they they get a they they get a they get a, a fortunate break when they recover the fumble that a die um, poked out there, and then you're sitting there you you know you, you get them into a situation where it's a third down eleven from your thirty three, and um, that's when Ellinger hits the big touchdown pass to Jake Smith uh, that you talked about earlier that when he had kind of the ruling with the knee you weren't sure about it, um, regardless they're sitting on the the one or the two at that point and are more than likely going to punch that in. Um, but I, I know, and I know a lot of people talked about, they said, you know, it didn't seem like we got a lot of holding calls against the Texas O-line um, all game. That one in particular I thought was one where they might have held Mesidor coming off the end. Um, regardless of the fact, though, great throw by Ellinger, great catch by their kid, 
And, oh, you, know, you mean when he, I mean, you mean when the offensive lineman had his hands on Mesidor's nameplate? Yeah, uh, that, that that's a hold. Yeah, I mean they didn't call any holds on Texas. I, I you know, see. I don't know for sure. I didn't. I haven't. You know, I, I've been kind of looking at it uh, here and, and trying to go back on the, the the penalties wise. I think Texas didn't have many of them. We had a few more, um, but I mean they didn't really call it either way to, for the most part. So I guess you can kind of say okay. But I think one of our big advantages in this game was our defensive line versus their O-line, and it kind of got neutralized because it, at times I thought they got away with, uh, with, a, with a penalty or two. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Um, but, you know, in, in the end, I mean, it, it's, it, it's not something that ch- – I don't think it changes the trajectory of the game. Um, so you're down 17 to 10. Okay, you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. You, you know, you know that you're, you're still in a dogfight in this football game. Um, you get a little bit of field position there. Uh, to start to start the third quarter. Um, unfortunately, though, Letty, you know, you have the third and one, and uh, he loses four. The fumble was fumble was out. Okay, you know, you, you know what you have to do. You move on from it. You get a three and out from them. Our defense from that point in the game, CJ was electric, minus that final drive of the game. Um, we've seen that twice now this year, where we kind of need our defense to get off the field with about four minutes to go, and they're not able to do so. Um, you know, we'll, we'll get into that more as we get to that point in time. But I thought, man, before that, I mean, we the next three drives after after the touchdown for them, we forced them to punt every time. Um, unfortunately for us, we uh, you know we took a field goal once when we got back down into that spot, and uh, we passed on it two other times. Yeah, and I and I know if you kind of you look back on it and go, oh, if you take those two, you win it. Uh, I'll, I'll say this, CJ. I mean. Let's let's real quickly talk about the uh, the field goal drive though when we're down seventeen to ten. Um, you know, it, you know, third quarter about four minutes to go, and um, you know, with Sinkfield in the game and Day, you know, you're running some pretty good some pretty good offense there. I mean, you you, you started at about the forty eight um, after a great return, and you know, you moved the ball pretty easily on them. Um, you know, didn't didn't have to incur any third down plays till the third and goal when he got sacked by Overshawn. I mean, you had a, a nice play to James for 11. You had Esdell making another play. You had James, you know, with a, with a nice little first down uh, play for four yards uh, to give us a first. We're at the 23. You know, he completes a pass to Ollie Jennings for 14. We're down to the nine. So we're first and goal with the nine. Um, Deggie runs it again. Doesn't get much. Deggie incompletion. Um, and then, you know, uh, ends up getting the sack. You kick the field goal. At that point in time, that's a good call. You're down four. You love it, right? You, you get them. You get them on a nice little. You know, they get one first down. They punt the ball, and then you know we're we're sitting here. You know, first possession of the fourth quarter for us, and we're moving the football extremely well. Uh, situations that we need to. Um, what did what did you think, CJ? about the first decision. If you look at that drive, though, you get the ball at the 25. Uh, Deggie gets a six-yard pass to Wheaton. Um, you get a big play to T.J. Simmons uh, for 29 yards, got into Texas 40. They also had a 15-yard penalty on the end of that, a little roughing call. So you have the ball at their 25-yard line at that point, and you, then, at that, then you complete a nice six-yard to Bryce Ford Wheaton, um, who had a great game. You got three yards to Sean Ryan. Didn't love the call there. I thought it was a bad spot. Um, you have a third and one to 16 uh, in completion again, trying to get to Sean Ryan. You take the timeout. 
I think once he took the timeout, I think he knew, okay, we're going to go for it here on this this spot. What did you think? I'm typically a guy who likes to take points, but I personally was in love with the decision by Neil Brown at that point in time in the game. You're down four. Your defense has played great, but you know Sam Ellinger's a tough cat, and you're on the road. I loved it that we went for it there with 11 minutes and 30 seconds to go to try and take the lead. Unfortunately, um, Deggie was just a little bit uh, about a half second late on throwing that ball to a to a Laughlin. I think if he gets it out early, I think a Laughlin catches it and we're winning the football game at that point in time. Yeah, no, I, I don't have an issue with it either. Um, I think here's what cracks me up is, is you'll have the fans out there that are screaming, oh, I'll take the points, but they're also the same fans that are screaming at him to go for it on yep. – fourth and two from you know his own 30 so yep like I think if you're at home you kick the field goal right if you're at home you take the points on the road you played a little bit differently I love the fact that he went for it um love the timeout I think I was with you once he took the timeout I was like all right he's gonna go for it they're gonna come up with you know kind of a play here they did you know what they came up with a good call I mean really they did they hadn't used O'Loughlin much in the game and you had an opportunity to use him there, and you did. Unfortunately, you know, Deggie was just a little – I don't love the rollout the rollout part of that, CJ, because you really didn't give him much option to run it, and it was only a fourth and one. But he found O'Loughlin. I mean, it should have – it very easily yeah. should have been a play that should have been made. I mean, it was it was right there for the taking. Unfortunately, it didn't it didn't work out yeah, 100% it, in it, our favor. Yeah, it, it's one of those – yeah, he's just – he's about a half second late on it. Um, that's still one there, though, but I think man-to-man uh, man O'Loughlin is going to tell you i got to find a way to, to bail my quarterback out there and come I'd, up with I'd that. Agree, I'd agree with that. Um, I, I think, he would, but, I I think mean, O'Loughlin has gotta... been on that level this year to where he thought he would love to have caught that football, but and, and unfortunately he the, did not. And give the give the secondary guy there from Texas a bunch of credit. Oh. And, you know, fought it to get it out of there. So, you know, but no, I absolutely love the call um, – you know, for the most part, love the execution outside of the fact, like I said, Diggy's about a half second late with it. But, you know, I'm kind of with you. The, the, the rollout part of it's kind of like, oh, what are you doing there? Because I hate cutting the field in half like that. Um, you know, but at I will the same see. time, though, if you look at the full play design, it's kind of got to be a rollout there with the way they – the way that pat, right that throwing it to the corner of the end zone, O'Loughlin. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I think what absolutely. you're kind of hoping in that situation is maybe you can get the corner to bite down a little harder, and it gives Deggie an option to maybe turn the corner because you only needed like two. You needed but, a yard. Yeah, yeah. Well, two to <laughs> but really you hadn't, pick it up. You, but, you hadn't been you hadn't been running the football well in those spots, so I like the fact that he went for the you know and threw it. People were going to complain about him not him not you know taking chances on third downs. Uh, you know, throw the ball. Well, he did on that spot. Um, you know, so, CJ, I think, you know, you can make the argument that, well, the defense has been playing so well, and really Texas in the second half had done virtually nothing. You could say, okay, take the field goal, play defense, you get yourself in another spot to get a field goal, considering how we played in the red zone. I understand that argument. I'm not I, – I, you know, it's a lot easier to say it after the fact, right? Um but, but then, you know, the great thing about it is our defense does the job. Um, Texas does get a first – one set of first downs. Ellinger got a big third, you know, 13-yard run on a third and three. But you force him to punt. You get the football back on your own 32 um, with about about nine minutes and 15 seconds to go. And West Virginia goes on a nice little drive at this point in time. Um, Deggie got a big, a big, big pass play to T.J. Simmons. T.J. Simmons had a great game. Uh, for 29 yards, got inside the Texas 39, 
He then completes another a, a big 12-yarder to Bryce Ward Wheaton. So you're sitting there three plays into this drive, eight minutes and five seconds to go in the, in the game, under eight rolling on the clock, and you're at the Texas 27. You get a, you get a penalty, unfortunately. You get a little run from Sinkfield, third and a three-yard run. You're sitting at second and 12. You hit Esdell, who had – you know, we cut – you keep – I keep mentioning Esdell's name. He had a good game. Hopefully we see more out of that at Esdell. He, he yeah, did, but, and, I, and yeah. I love the catch. And we had talked about it on Friday. I don't know if we have a guy that can, you know, go up over a DB and high point a ball. We mossed him, yeah. Th- th- thank, thank you, Esdell, for making me eat those words. I appreciate yep. that. Yeah. Well, and you know what, though, CJ? Esdell makes another great catch on a third and three at the 20. So we've got the ball first and 10 at the 17-yard line with six minutes to go. Letty gets a two-yard run. Um, we're sitting at a second and five. Or excuse me, a second and eight. We take a timeout. Um, Daggy comes. Daggy then incompletes a pass out in the flat. A little, you know, a little pressure they brought. Sails it to Letty on the flat. You got a third and eight. Um, and he hits Letty for seven yards. I, again, the spot was, uh, you know, uh, questionable. Um, and that's a tough thing to do anyway. You know, we all know that. Um, so you got a fourth and one at the Texas eight. Um you know, with four minutes and 44 seconds to go, you know, Neil decides to run the clock down, take the timeout. Um, and you knew at that point in time, well, this is the game because we just used our last timeout. And um, I love the play call. Fourth and one, you did the RPO. You ran Jennings on the play. You had the play. Texas hold you, obviously. I mean, everybody and their brother, you know, even the announcers talked about all these situations, you know, the – well, the, the thing the, is, he's the, holding the, the one the penalty arm, and this and that. And, he's holding and, the outside arm down and then rakes across the uh, the end the outside arm, and it's like, how are you staring at that? And, and I get it. I don't have an issue with letting guys be physical. I don't. And Greg right. McElroy was correct, which is kind of funny to hear a quarterback say he likes you know he's okay with corners and wide receivers getting physical, but there's a difference between being physical and a guy not getting an opportunity, and. And he didn't get an opportunity no, he on didn't. that play. And, and I think officiating is very, very simple. You know, I officiated basketball. And basketball and football officiating can be somewhat similar, right? Advantage, disadvantage. Was an advantage gained and a disadvantage created? There's no well, question on that play yeah. there is. And that's yeah. – you've got – and I get it. I, I understand people that go, well, I want officials late in the game to salt, to swallow the whistle, let the players determine the play on the field. Not, well, in, not in that spot. Well, but here's the Not thing. when it's blatant. Well, but here's the thing. Technically, that still applies because the player did make, did did create a play that caused the game. A foul is a play created. I mean, that's that's the reality of it. Yeah, you let the player decide. Well, guess what? He fouled a kid. Like yeah. you, you got to throw the flag there. Now, yeah, like, it, it doesn't matter when. Work, it doesn't matter if it's yeah. called in the first minute or the last minute of the game. If, yeah. it, if it's a penalty, it's a penalty. If it's a foul, it's a foul. You, it, it should be especially when it's something somewhat egregious, right, which that unfortunately was. Granted, you know, going back to what they were talking about before, if you kick the field goal the first time, which I was okay with them going for it, I'll be the first to admit it. You got Casey Leg with a chip shot. You're up 19-17, about four and a half minutes. Now, here's my thing on that. I think he thought all game, I'm going to have to score more points to beat Ellinger. And I think even if you had a two-point lead and you give Ellinger the ball back with about four minutes to go and change, that's going to be tough to, to hold him down. Um, you know, they, they, after we missed the field or after we, you know, yeah, because Oklahoma gave him the ball back with a lead too. And yeah, yeah. it's, I mean, he, he's a great, and I grant our defense is much better than I think anything else in this league. Um, but 
you know, then again, I mean, it's 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 reason to think that he could have pulled it off. Um, you know, you have a third and five, and Ellinger gets a big, you know, eight-yard pass. Uh, again, like in the Texas Tech game, you know, you play off the ball a little bit. We're susceptible to that third and, you know, medium pass, which is t- a tough spot to be in. Good, good on them for getting into that spot. Um, after they get that first down, you know, the next play's ran at 218, and you kind of knew. Um, when college teams want to run the clock out, they can do it very easily because the play clock is just so much larger. Um, and we never got the football back. Um, you know, they end up getting a big, they end up getting a big, uh, big pass. What about 35 yards? Um, that, and that was all, that was all she wrote. Yeah. Um, I'm still, again, very pleased with, you know, I think just, I'm pleased with the effort. I'm pleased with, with the, with the intensity we brought to the game. We weren't bringing this type of effort there last year. I mean, yeah, I gained them in first downs. They were eight of 17 on thirds. We were six of 17. We were 0 of three on third downs. They outgained us by three yards, CJ. I mean, you held Ellinger to 184 passing, 15 of 31. I mean, he's one of the best in the in the in the nation. Uh, 179 yards rushing was a little more than I think we would have liked on 36 carries. But if you take out, you know, literally if you take out the 150 yard run to start the game, you're sitting there at about 35 for 124, which isn't bad. Um, we didn't run the ball at all. I think that was our biggest Achilles heel in the football game, and that's partially due to Letty being, you know, hurt. Um, we dominated the time of possession. That game was played out to where we should have won the football game. Again, you know, I think everybody looks at, you know, a couple of decisions. The one decision by Neil with 1130, I think, is the one that we're all going to talk about. Um, again, I loved it when he did it. Hindsight's 2020. Maybe he should have taken the points. Um, we didn't get a, We didn't get that call in the end zone. You can't leave it to that. You can't leave it to officiating, though. We all know that. That's That's a – a cliche that's as old as time, um, but yet here we are. So, uh, you know, we played clean. I think if we play a game similar to the way we played this weekend, this Saturday in Morgantown against TCU, I think we'll come out with our fifth win of the season. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm in agreement with you on that one. Um, you know, and like we said, you know, sometimes as a, as a young team learning how to win on the road, um, it's tough. It, it's not easy to do. Um, but I think for me, I, I, I look at this and go, okay, two of the three road games were against heavyweights, right? The heavyweights of the, of the conference in Oklahoma State and Texas. Right. And you pretty much played them even on the road. I mean, yep. you take out that really late score by Oklahoma State that really iced it. You held them under, you know, you held them to 20. Well- and the then you also take the scooping score out of the equation there too. Yeah, I mean, it, you essentially held two of the better offenses in the Big Twelve under twenty points in their building. Texas Tech was Texas Tech, and I think we'll again we'll look back on that at the end of the year and scratch our heads as how that, we lost that, that. that. That's the one that hurts. Yeah, that's the one that hurts. Yeah, but I mean, because if because if you won that game and we're sitting here and we're and we're a five and, and we're uh you know five and two and we just come off a tough loss to Texas along with a tough loss to Oklahoma State early on, you're thinking, okay. You know, and we'll be ready for TCU. Um, I know we're going to get a lot into TCU later, CJ, but I, I just want to bring this point up here, which I think is at home. I think our offense will flow better. Obviously, the injury to Letty will be a huge key one way or the other. But I really like our defense going against their offense on Saturday. Yeah, I do too. And yeah, we'll definitely break that one down as we get into it. But you know, I mean, all things considered, um, you know, they're coming back home after a, after a tough spot. Um, get an opportunity at home to kind of, you know, get the ship righted again, um, get a win against TCU. And, 
and then, you know, start kind of looking forward to the, the rest of the schedule with Oklahoma and Iowa State. So, I mean, right. you know, all things considered, um, I'm, I'm – You're still four and three. Yeah. I mean, I, I think and if you had told me that we were going to be at this point um, before the season, I would have probably taken it. Um, let me ask you real quickly, though, CJ. Let's get out of here on this one. Verdict on Saturday, is this Neil's loss or is this just, uh, you know, he put the team in a position to win the game at the same time? Um. I'm going to do the, the political answer here and say both. Um, the only reason I'm going to say that is, is, is and Neil did the right thing. You know, he takes the loss as a coach. Um, maybe a couple of things I think he would like to go back and do differently. Um, you know, obviously the players got to, got to execute too. Um, and if you get a couple of breaks too, yeah, if I you mean, get a couple of breaks, be real about that as well. Yeah, if you get a couple of breaks, but the thing I think that I love about, and we didn't even talk about it, CJ, and I can't believe we didn't talk about it. The, the, the overturned call, on the backwards pass, which would have been a huge, huge break in the game. But the reality of it is we, we created other situations to be in good spots other than that one. But that was kind of a, yeah, a really, was, really questionable call to win against yeah, us Yeah, that, that's a tough one because um, at best that's a lateral, which is still a fumble. Um, but uh, the thing – Unless he didn't unless he didn't have possession, which is I think what they essentially ruled, which was I think a bit of bullshit myself personally. Yeah. But, no, I, the thing I love about this coaching staff is, is I think the reason the kids have rallied around Neil is – Neil will sit there in a press conference and take complete and total blame off of mm-hmm. off of the kids. And and Dana wasn't always like that, which I think kind of no, rubbed some of those guys. Um, but Neil sat down and said, "Nope, we got to do a better job as a coaching staff." So uh, to be four and three um, in year two, and basically, you know, you've got two road losses where they were the two stars of the of the conference, and essentially you held them to twenty points in their own building. You got to feel mm-hmm. really, re- and had opportunities to come out with wins in those. I think you got to feel really, really good about where hey, this thing's for, at. For year zero asterisk, this is okay. And you know, CJ, I'm going to make a bold proclaim here. I think we've got a opportunity to win all three of these games remaining. <laughs> Oklahoma doesn't scare me. I know they're starting to score points, but I love our defense. I love us being at home. I love that being maybe. You know, Darius Stills' final <laughs> game as a Mountaineer. Maybe Tony Fields' final game as a Mountaineer. I like that with a bye as well, playing Oklahoma. And then Iowa State, the, the final weekend, that's a game that we can win as well. I think we have an opportunity to still finish this season seven and three. I would definitely take six and four. Yeah, absolutely. I'm completely with you on that. Yeah, I mean, and, and you know, the, the thing about it is, too, we'll, we'll get into a little bit more about TCU. We'll get into a little bit more about this. But I, I think the trajectory of the program is still on a good on a good note. I don't think the honeymoon's over. I don't think people should be sour about this one because – we, we play toe-to-toe with Texas, and maybe they're not as good as they once were, but they're still a team in this league that, that delivers some cachet, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Well, CJ, man, I think, you know, I think it's a little less therapy-like than what we had there with Texas Tech. You know, I think we kind of, uh, you know, we're, we're, a little, we're a little bit more at ease with this one, even though it's probably more maddening in terms of the way you lost than even the Texas Tech game. But both of them are both, like, head-scratchers. Um, and games you probably could have won. I mean, there's a really good argument to be made that West Virginia could really easily right now be, what, 6-1? and one? Yeah, I think you could make that argument. You could. You could. And you know what? I think that in the, in the future, those games will start going our way again. This team's young, and I think we, we realize that, and we're only going to get better as we continue to move forward on this climb. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was always good to have CJ out here. A little therapy on the porch there for the Texas game. 
you know, like we said, reasons to be optimistic, but also reasons to be a little discouraged because it was a tough one. A game you could have won, a game you should have won, a game that would have really, really uh, been a big one to get. Um, hopefully there's, you know, three more opportunities to get a couple big wins for this season in, in this crazy 2020 year zero asterisk season. But uh, till next time, you guys, y'all take it easy on the porch. We'll be back with some Masters coverage this week as well as uh, still talking college football. Update you on the lock draft. We're going to come up with a new format for that. It just gets a little long, and uh, we've got some ideas for that. So thanks for listening, and you guys take it easy. Till next time.